Welcome to Water Polo Fit uh, Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget where we were? Oh, I was a bit rattled. Uh, Marin here. Uh, right next to me is Jimmy Falzon. Uh, I'm rattled because I feel like I spoke to Scotty Pippen of Water Polo. Mate, he is the Scotty Pippen of Water Polo. He's the Scotty Pippen of Water Polo. If you think of the. Uh, the dream team of basketball and you think of the you know players in a team and what that basketball team achieved in terms of Olympics. Mm-hmm. Our next guest is up there. I think that team is a dream yeah. team of water polo. So if you haven't guessed that, we're talking about Hungarian national team that won gold medal in 2000. 2000, 2004. Yeah. And then they also won in 2012. Yeah. No, eight. Eight, eight, eight sorry. Yeah, yeah I so missed a year. Yeah, so 12 uh, was Croatia, I think, yep. and then 16 was Serbia. Serbia. Anyway, a uh, bit of a history lesson there. But, uh, but yeah, uh, my guest was, uh, I'm going to stuff up his name. Raymond Fodor. Raymond Fodor. Uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Like, yeah, I'm frothing. I, I learnt a hell of a lot and realised that we don't know much about Polo. Oh, I thought, I mean, so many good points, right? And one thing that I was really excited about... Um, was stuff that we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, you know, that I feel like kind of it's so nice to hear that what best in the world are doing is what we've been preaching to. Yeah. So in, from strength conditioning point of view, I was obviously uh, very curious. And, you know, like uh, they spoke about technique, a lot of mobility. A lot of mobility. A lot he of mobility. Like, he used different terms, but it was the same yeah, thing. Totally. Yeah, or he used flexibility. Flexibility. Um, um, but and, and body weight training. Body weight know. training. But then even yeah. like the way that he works with junior athletes like talking about um purpose being there um, being present when you're actually at training but just having a love of water polo and enjoying oh, it um, amazing um now nah, it was a lot of lot of lot of key points i mean i really enjoyed this one um and i hope um people enjoyed it anything else they you froth it about i mean Mate, just everything. Yeah. Um, him talking about why the Sydney 2000 team was so good, the history mm. behind that, and, and it is part of Hungarian history as to why that team was so good, um, and just the structure that they have for youth water polo from from the age of eight. Oh, amazing. Um, and just, yeah, uh, I, I think uh, people really enjoy this one. Uh, not just Australian crowd, but obviously the whole water polo nation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and, and just heads up, uh, the audio wasn't all time. Uh, we were uh, talking from Hungary and we had some audio dramas. Uh, but yeah, tune in. I think you'll get a lot out of it. So if you can go past the audio quality and um, yeah. Tune in, have a listen. And he is a legend of our sport. Yeah, totally. Ciao. Enjoy. Um, so, welcome to our Water Polo Fit podcast. Um, Raymond, how did you... So, 95 junior world champion, 03 world champion, 2000 and 2004 Olympic champion. You've won um, Hungarian championships, Saudi championships, and close to my heart, Maltese championships. Um, phenomenal sure. career. How did you get into water polo? How did you start? It, 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 uh, my first step in the swimming pool, it was uh, quite strict because uh, my parents took me in uh, elementary school. 
in a sport class yeah. because I, I I was a certain kind of uh, kid who liked a little uh, a lot of sports, a lot of uh, movements and everything. And they they thought maybe we could put him in a sport class and uh, he can give out uh, his all energies. Uh-huh. No, so it it started in the elementary school first class. In a half year, we we have started to go to the swimming pool. And uh, the class had been divided in two. First, in, in the namely, first part and second part. My lucky of my life, it was that my name is Fodor, yeah. starting with the letter F. <laughs> and I, I was taken in the first uh, part. And the trainer of the first part was the water polo trainer. Mm-hmm. The second part of the class was the swimming trainer. <laughs> so the water polo trainer, my first and uh, uh, most respectful uh, trainer was uh, this man. And and he saw me just floating in the water right after the first jump. Okay. After a few weeks of, the, of the swimming lessons, he asked me, maybe he could speak with my parents. I, I, I was really shocked. Oh my God, what I did wrong. Uh, <laughs> what was what what, what the wrong with the, with my behavior and everything? No, he, he, he intended to, to speak my parents because of my talent, what he could uh, see right after the first week. And uh, he convinced my parents to, uh, to make me in the afternoon water polo uh, groups three times a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and uh, Fridays. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and in fact, I, I started over there. Wow. With the three trainings for a while, it took, I think, not more than one year, and after that, uh, five, five times a day. So I was uh, almost uh, eight years old when I uh, I've learned uh, to swim by this man and after that uh, immediately i started in the in the water polo groups so not n- nothing swimming uh, experience i have uh, only during the water polo training uh, well you swim quite well now i i want i wanted to underline this part because uh, i know that in new zealand and, and uh, in australia mostly the the water polo players uh, Used to start in in in, uh, in the swimming uh, groups, right? Yeah, that's correct. Swimming training for a while, one year, two years, or more years, and after that they can uh, join or uh, or change uh, the swimming groups to to the water polo training. How with those early training sh- sessions, how were they kind of structured? So you touched on there that. In Australia, it's very swimming-focused, and then we teach water polo. In Hungary, what are those junior, what are those youth sessions like? What kind of drills, what kind of exercises are you doing at, at a young age? Okay, so the sound is not so correct, not so uh, good. I understood your your question. So, my uh, mm, in Hungary, the situation from the first part of the water polo training has been changed in the last 
20, 25, 30 years. So, uh, and we move towards that way, what uh, Australia, America, and, uh, and other countries uh, represent that uh, much more swimming trainings and uh, swimming technical trainings uh, we do, even if it's a, a water polo training group for ages uh, 8, 10, 12 years, even up even upper uh, classes, yep. but we moved in, 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 in that way because uh, in the past in Hungary, it was oh many, many kids in the, in the rivers, in the lakes and in the swimming pools. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. And sometimes came out with a really big talent, mm-hmm. this player, no? But uh, in these days, I could say that uh, much more sophistic uh, part there are part there are in the du- during the training yeah. uh, much more swimming skills other kind of tools uh, came out in the last uh, I think five ten years mm-hmm. and we can uh, practice with them so thirty years ago it was. I think for a group of 30 kids, maximum 10 really shit slippery balls, no? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> gave out and let's start passing, no? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you couldn't handle even uh, the, the ball. It was so slippery, no? Nowadays, what, what you can see? Even the little part, little, uh, the, the, um, the most little uh, age groups have uh, the best balls and they can practice even other kind of balls, many other uh, sizes of balls and the medicine balls and the waterproof balls. And that. So many, many other tools came out yeah. in these days and uh, can help the trainers uh, to make much more uh, quality level products. What about gym training? Um, do, do, do you do much dry land with kids? And when does that start? Yes, uh, even the dry land training uh, uh, has many more faces in these days in the water polo practices in Hungary, uh, starting with the little groups up to the adults. So, uh, we thought, I think, around uh, 15 years ago, that we have, we need to have much more athletic, uh, athletic kind of sportsmen in the, in the adult classes, and we need to prepare our athletes like uh, like the athletes, mm-hmm. not only swimmers or not only water polo players. So we must do much more uh, dry land trainings until the 14 15 16 age uh, we don't make them weight mm-hmm. only body weight mm-hmm. only uh, little medicine balls mm-hmm. only these uh, stretching straps or uh, these kind of things but we we work a lot with the with the own body weight what about um, push up uh, jump but uh, many 
many clubs for these uh, lower ages groups. For example, uh, doesn't the, the, they don't use uh, physical uh, preparation athletic physical preparation trainer like uh, a gym master. Mm -hmm. They use athletic experience uh, trainers, and they they run. They uh, try to. Uh, find out how to do some uh, uh, gymnastic movements, for example, and much more stretching. We start much more stretching in the younger ages. For example, uh, before my, my career in the, in the adult national team, I heard about from the, from the older uh, teammates that they didn't use any stretching. Only on their own, when, when they just felt completely exhausted or uh, tired that tired uh, they they did some uh, some stretching but after our revolution here in Hungary it was a revolution in uh, 1989 and uh, many many things has been changed so even in the in this part uh, in the national team we had started to work uh, with the uh, uh, physical education preparator, uh, preparator who is uh, a professor in the physical education uh, university in Hungary, and uh, he started to work with us, and we did a lot of uh, stretching and much more specific uh, uh, weight training in the gym. Uh, for example, during the preparation for a world championship or Olympic Games, it took from nine to twelve weeks. Really hard weeks. And uh, daily six, seven, eight hours working in the water and even in outside. And in the morning, we used to start always every day from Monday to Friday, uh, net one and a half hour uh, gym. Did you do much? It was really... Oh, sorry. I was going to ask. Much. Yeah, did you do much recovery? Like, did you do much um, hot, cold showers, ice baths, or anything like that as well? I don't know if you know, but uh, Hungary has got uh, a lot of baths. Yeah. Thermal baths. We, uh, we are really rich of thermal, uh, thermal water. And uh, once a week, uh, we had we had to go. We, we went to the thermal spa, to sauna, uh, just floating the the thermal uh, water. And uh, for the recovery, it, it helped a lot, a lot really. And uh, obviously, massages uh, and uh, physical therapists we uh, use uh, as on the. On the top level of the sport, uh, you need a uh, big stuff next to you. Independently, if you are a single player from tennis, from golf, or any other kind of sport, or you are a teammate in a team sport. And what about food? Was there much nutrition? Like, did you eat anything special or just traditional Hungarian nutrition? <laughs> I really like the Hungarian tradition uh, cuisine, but uh, 
frankly, I, I can tell you that uh, almost 25 years ago, I thought maybe I could start for a revolution uh, feeding, no? Uh, in Hungary, in the last 10, 15 years, I think even in all, all Europe and then all over the world, uh, these kind of things, especially in the sport, uh, came out from lowest level to the top. And uh, I used to start it with reform kitchen and everything. Nowadays, I eat what I like to eat, but mostly healthy, based on the healthy, healthy products. So uh, really a lot of uh, salads and uh, vegetables and everything. But I, I, I like even the meat, so uh, I'm not a vegetarian. Uh, but I, I, I try to focus on what to eat and when to eat and uh, about the quality. This, this is the most uh, important uh, word uh, about my feeling, the quality. I, I really... I, I, I don't eat junk junk food. Never. Even I, I, I would prefer not to eat than to to get I don't know maybe a hamburger on the way or a, no I, I prefer not to eat or I, I stop uh, on, on my way I stop uh, next to a vegetable store or uh, a grocery and I go in and and buy some uh, paprikas. Some tomatoes, some uh, some vegetables, just to uh, chewing uh, during my way, and then uh, and nothing uh, others. For example, this morning, <laughs> I I prepared yesterday uh, this uh, mixed. Uh, how can I say it? shake? Yeah, yeah. yeah, this mixture uh, like. Uh, Bananas, cucumber, uh, milk, uh, coconut milk, yep. and uh, ginger. Ginger, I was going to say ginger, yep. And uh, some uh, cornflakes in it. So I, I, I used yep. to start my, my mornings like this. And what about supplements? Do you, any protein shake or creatine or any vitamins, extra vitamins? Yes, yes. Uh, when I I uh, I think to start some gym for uh, for a couple of weeks, three, four, five weeks, uh, twice a year, I, I I try to do some gyms. But uh, normally, I I don't do anything. Only tennis and then some swimming. And uh, when I, when I decide, and uh, I can uh, look forward for the uh, next couple of weeks, and uh, I plan my uh, daily routine with gyms. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I start uh, even uh, with creatine, with uh, whey protein, and these kind of things uh, to put uh, in my in my plate. That's it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, if we can go, I guess. Back a little bit to your your playing career, like we touched on before, very very decorated. The ninety five junior world championships. So, 
phenomenal team. Um, won gold medal there. That ended up being the core group that went on to, to win gold in, in Sydney. Um, how did that team come together? So, uh, I can start with uh, with really with the old school Hungarian water polo. That uh, when this uh, class, the 75-76 in Hungary, uh, that we was, must that was turn back in this. That was the Thomas Farago. That was Thomas Farago. That was the... Yes, yeah. he, he was the, the, the assistant coach uh-huh. next to to the father of Danish Kemeni. Uh-huh. Mr. Ferenc Kemeni was the junior coach in that time. But uh, you must understand the thing uh, in the Hungarian history. Why this 75-76 class came out with a lot of uh, extraordinary talented players? Because in, in the early 70s, the Hungarian Communist uh, Party decided to help uh, the families for the young couples to get a flat, to get an apartment if they married, if they can uh, get a child or two children, eh, they help the families to, to set up for a life. Uh-huh. For this reason, born a lot of kids <laughs> in 70 or 75, 70. No, really, this is, this is the, the, the main thing of the basics. And uh, obviously in handball, in uh, basketball and water polo and football, uh, there were uh, a lot of kids in these classes, even in the elementary schools. For example, can you imagine that in my elementary school we had class A, B, C, D, E, F and H, only in one uh, elementary school. Can you imagine how many kids? So a lot. And for this reason, uh, there were a lot of kids in the water polo, and the, the the second most important part of it that in that uh, time in Hungary the best trainers worked with the youth, uh-huh. Uh-huh. not with the top adults. Yeah. And for this reason, uh, for example, our uh, championship I remember it well. Our championship in uh, in the ages 16-17, the first five teams came out with the points. 36, 36, 36, 35, 35. Wow. BVSC, Ferencváros, Szeged, Tentes, and uh, Kaesi, uh-huh. the sports school, the uh, central sports school. So... Uh-huh. These five teams came out the first five places with one point difference. Wow. wow. Oh, a lot of good trainers, a lot of good kids. And uh, this was the, the two uh, basic parts of, uh, of our success with this generation. And uh, regarding Dunkirk, uh, that was our last uh, event. Uh, in the in the youth uh, youth ages, and it was really memorable for me. Not only f- for the reason of the gold medal, uh, 
I don't know if you remember or you know it that in Dunkirk, uh, the FINA has tried to put some new rules. Yeah, small ball, for, small pool, uh, less players. Well, yeah, smaller balls from the size five to the size yeah. four. Uh, shorter uh, field, twenty-five meters over the seven meters line. Mm-hmm. If you uh, get uh, got a goal, it yeah. took two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, if, uh, instead of six uh, field players, you could use only five. And uh, an ejection was just swung to the corner and back. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. yes. Then uh, the exclusion. Mm. It took only a few seconds when the excluded player went out to the excluded area and turned back. So you had really short time to realize that man up. And this kind of really fast water polo, I I like the most. In, in during my career, really, mm-hmm. I don't understand the thing of why they stopped immediately mm-hmm. uh, to continue with these rules. Not with not with all rules or, or one of two, they could uh, continue, but they didn't did not do that. I don't know why. We thought about even because we we won the the final games against the against the Greek team twelve to seven, so it's not usual that uh, in the finals uh, one team can uh, get the five goals ahead. Uh, but it was a really really big team as I, as we uh, represented uh, with our other gold medals uh, after that. 1995. Yeah, and I guess let's 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 talk about Sydney. Um, for us, it's a very special games because it's Sydney Olympics. We we all watched and loved the carnival of the Sydney Olympics. But what was it like for what was it like for you playing in it, and then also winning a gold medal? And it was the first time that Hungary had won a gold medal since '76. So, as you mentioned, Tamás Farago. Mm. Tamás Farago uh, used to work with uh, my generation uh, for years during these uh, youth uh, ages. In 1993, four, five, no, yes, 1993, 94, 95, uh, we worked together. Tamás Farago was always for my generation and I think for even others now, uh, a symbol of the best water polo player. Mm-hmm. And uh, just in parenthesis, uh, last week or week before, it was a it was a, it was a not shortage. How can I say it? It was a so there is a, the, the best daily sport uh, newspaper in Hungary, mm-hmm. and they thought to do uh, a questionnaire uh-huh. yeah. during the swim, not during uh, between the swimming pools, uh, uh, participants, swimmers, uh, water mm-hmm. polo players, trainers, and everything. Mm-hmm. Who is the most 
how can I say it? The most uh, valuable, the most valuable uh-huh. water polo player in ever. Yeah. I think it's a quiet, stupid thing, but okay, they uh-huh. did it and came out Tamas Farago first, Tamas Kasha second, uh-huh. uh, Dejud Yarmati third. So, Tamas Farago winning only one gold medal yeah, in yeah. Olympic Games could come over mm. even the second Tamas Kasias who could win three right. and uh, Dejud Yarmati won right. used to win uh, three others. It was probably so, the su- sunglasses, wasn't it? Was it sunglasses? The problem yeah, was sunglasses, so, yeah, long hair. Long hair. Oh, yeah. We all know uh, those exercises. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. kicking a ball. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Okay, but can you imagine that I have really big hands, mm. but he, he his fingers almost one more than one centimeter more than mine, uh, okay. like uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, I don't know if you you follow the the last dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll even Michael Jordan could speak about his 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 fingers, no? Yeah. And he was uh, telling for everybody laughing yeah. that. Haha, <laughs> I have big head. Okay, but uh, with, with, with that tool, with yeah. that tool, you can do everything. Yeah. That's it. And uh, uh, in my generation, uh, the the Cubanese Spanish guy uh, Ivan Perez Vargas yeah. was the was the enormous uh, giant, uh, not enemy, but uh, <laughs> my op- my my biggest opponent with, with those fingers in and. Mm. Take the ball like in this way, like mm-hmm. you can take the the tennis ball in your hand. Uh, so that's another kind of uh, thinking about the water polo. You can do much more, much much more things, and uh, you can do it much easier than the others with mm-hmm. the, with the longer fingers. So returning, uh, discussing about Tamash Farago, he was uh, always uh, uh, an enorm symbol of us uh, for us uh, during our career for example i remember it was in 1991 uh, i had my own ball in the swimming pool i was a special guy but can you imagine in, in uh, as i told you in 1989 it was a revolution in hungary and uh, the private uh, companies and the private things it was really rare uh-huh. in that time uh-huh. and we knew a guy who who could import uh, new water polo balls in Hungary oh it was a uh, but you, you cannot imagine that, yeah. that situation, but it was really a special thing oh can, somebody can buy a, a very good uh, water polo not a club yeah not the club but a, a yeah. person no so I had the, my my own boys, and uh, every day on the bus uh, traveling from home to the swimming pool and back in a in an nylon uh, little nylon bag. I, I took my brand new ball and uh, brought it in the swimming pool and trained with that. So, in fact, Tamas Farago with the uh, that junior team in '91, uh, he came to train for days uh, in Saget against the second adult adult team and uh, I presented myself with the OHP Parker with my balls 
with these eyes, <laughs> and I, I, I ask him to give me uh, a special uh, autograph on my ball. So after that, uh, practically I was the most uh, happier uh, people on the earth. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> He, he was a, he was, he was a, and he is still a, a person, extraordinary uh, thoughts, and extraordinary uh, clothes on on him, and uh, he's a special guy. But I, I really like him. I really like him. Who, who was uh, who was the best? Dresser in your 2000 team. Who used to dress up the nicest in your in your 2000 team? Who? Uh, frankly, I tell you, I always thought and I think that uh, what we uh, could reach it was always the teamwork, yeah. always teamwork. Uh, but I, I consider the best player uh, with who I ever played is Tamas Kasas. For me, I I'm lucky to train with him during my uh, whole life. I I'm lucky to to be able to play ne- right next to him on the left side in the national team in Hungary for 16 years. We, more than 16 years. Only in the Dutch team we, we used to play 16 years together. But uh, starting with the youth age. Almost 20 years uh, we played next to each other. And the best couple, I think, and the best trio, it was him, uh, Peter Birosh and me uh-huh. on the left side. Uh-huh. I think... Uh, so it, it, it was a hard life. For the uh, opponent uh, to create on our side. Yeah. We also you had uh, three left-handers as well, didn't you? Didn't you have a uh, three left-handers? Yes. yes. If you if you think with the mind of a trainer, uh, just give him a paper and a pen. Okay, create your your uh, best team, but not not with names. Just how many left-handers you you, you should put. What kind of players you should put in the position three, four, and five? Can, Mr. Kemeny, what yeah. what what could imagine more? <laughs> no, in that time. Yeah. So, really, three. Basically, we started uh, with three uh, left-handers. Uh, if you remember, George Varga mm-hmm. was also lefty uh, in the center. He used to play with us uh, until two thousand and one until the Budapest European Championship. Uh-huh. And uh, later on, in, from 2003, came in uh, Norbi Madarash uh-huh. on the right side. So Gergely Kish, Tibor Benedek, and Norbert Madarash was uh, another really nice uh, lefty trio. And... Uh, Not bad. They they, they 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 shoot a lot of goals from <laughs> from our <Yeah>. party. <laughs> <laughs> um, now that you're coaching a lot more, you're now a coaching director. What do you look for in athletes in juniors coming through? 
what characteristics, what mm. skills, what what makes a good athlete? Nowadays, nowadays it's completely different than than uh, when we used to be ten years, twelve years, fifteen years old guys, because all the the world has been changed in in Hungary. Uh, much much upper the the living quality here in Hungary. Uh, many many families has got uh, uh, benefits from the from their companies, or they have good jobs and good salaries. And uh, uh, nowadays, the most difficult thing for a for a trainer is how to uh, how to motivate. How to motivate your kids? First of all, came in in this situation uh, in the in the 90s that the parents came in the swimming pool. Before all the trainings, they they, they, uh-huh. they could come to get the their kids in the swimming pool, but they could not come in during yeah. the trainings. Only for the matches. Yeah. After a while, it, it has been changed, and they can uh, come in. They could come in. They watch the trainings, and they they uh, started to speak to the trainer. Why my kid uh, doesn't play uh, more? Why my kid do, does this? Da, da, da. Uh-huh. So the influence of the parents yeah. has been changed, and uh, took a lot of uh, responsibility out uh-huh. from the from the from the trainer. And uh, year by year, as I, I mentioned, uh, the living quality uh, got much better. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, how how, how you motivate your uh, your kids? Even my kids, they have Xbox, they have uh, own computers, laptops. Uh, we travel a lot. Uh, it's really differ- difficult to, to find out in every day how to motivate not your own kids, but yeah. uh, your group kids yeah. in the swimming pool. And and the, the good trainers uh, can find out solutions. But uh, in Hungary now, there is a structure of the club. Uh, there are, uh, in the youth uh, ages, I mean, there are uh, the UVSC, with the old UIPES, and the Central Sports School. They are the top. Uh-huh. Top two teams, and uh, outside of Budapest, uh, there is uh, Debrecen, Miskolc, Szeged, uh, with good uh, good trainers with the usages. And in Budapest, you can find uh, even the Vasutas, the BVSC, uh-huh. and the Ferencváros. I think these are the group, but the structure is like a pyramid. Uh-huh. And uh, on the top, you can find the Central Sports School and the, and the UVSC. They got uh, more than 300, 350 uh, kids and many, many age groups. Uh, and they participate even in uh, double teams uh-huh. in, in one competition. So yeah. they, are, they are really good and they, they do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, Australian players. 
What Australian players are you... What top players did you play against? Who did you... Who do you know? Who do you... What good my, Australian my, my, my favourite Australian uh, player is James Watson. Do you know okay. him? <laughs> yes, very good. Very good. Because he passed you the ball all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all, yeah. No, uh, luckily we could uh, we could have uh, some uh, Australian players uh, in the past, uh, in the short past, in the Hungarian water polo history. Uh, Kate came to Saget, uh-huh. to my uh, own native town, to play, and he used to play there, I think, two or three uh, seasons, and he could uh, even uh, get the LAN Cup, the Internet, LAN, uh, European International Cup. Uh, I think Kay is one of the strongest and uh, one of the best uh, center forward player at this moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had, who we had? Two, I'm not prepared of, uh, for this question now, but uh, we had other other uh, Australian players, some American players we had in the past, uh, but mostly uh, we have uh, Serbian, Croatian, uh, foreigner players in the teams. Yeah, but good. it's okay. Yeah. Good. Um, what else do you have, Marin? Um yeah, well, what are so what what, what are you coaching now uh, in Malta as well academy? Uh, what 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 does that look like? Uh, in two thousand and ten, I set up uh, this idea in Malta. Uh, what is it? It's uh, combining water polo trainings, water polo summer camp, with English tuition and uh, and holiday. Cool. And uh, it was at the, the first moment it was only a, uh, an idea. Mm-hmm. After after that year by year it came up, and uh, in the best uh, summers I had almost uh, hundred guys from all over the world. Uh, until today, I'm really proud of uh, of it that uh, from thirty eight different countries wow. I had uh, guys. So it's not only a European summer camp. It, uh, it can say uh, we can say that uh, it is a, uh, a worldwide famous uh, water polo summer camp. So uh, luckily this year uh, must be different because yeah. of the COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. and uh, in, in fact the last week uh, I had to cancel all my. Uh, all my applications uh, until today because uh, it's really uncertain the conditions uh, in Malta. Hungary has started to open uh, many things from from uh, from this Monday, but Malta still uh, in late one or two weeks, and uh, I don't know. For example, what about the accommodations in Malta? What they could uh, leave us? What about the the, the transportation? Mm. So nothing nothing yeah. clear yeah. and uh, uh, I I had to I had to quit 
for this year, the summer camp in Malta. But in the same time, uh, I'm learning, I'm studying uh, the situation here in Hungary, what, what I could do in uh, late July and maybe in August. Uh, something similar uh, without the English tuition, but uh, maybe one week, two weeks, three weeks uh, period. I could, I could, uh, I could put. We'll see, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I, I don't want to force it, but uh, I, I, I would really like because uh, many, many questions uh, arriving uh, daily from uh, parents. Uh, about the situation, what I try to plan, and what what is my uh, uh, planning for the for this summer because they they want to send the, the kids to me. What what age group is the camps? What um what extra? Well, well, no, what age could uh, what age kids? Can what come? age? Sorry, yeah. uh, mostly from the fourteen till eighteen, but. Uh, I had guys and even a, a, a girl from uh, South Africa and, and uh, Sweden, for example, with 19 and 20, 20 years of age. What about so? Uh, Thirty. What about thirty-eight? Can a thirty-eight come? <laughs> I don't think I could do it. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, person like this uh, can join us. Obviously, <laughs> but uh, I, I would I would see him in the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see him in the stuff, and uh, my assistant during uh, mm-hmm. eight p.m. till yes. eight, p- 8 yeah. p.m. <laughs> perfect, perfect. But really, we should we we should encourage Australian kids to go over to these camps. Yeah, I think we 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 really should be and getting. Yes, out. Uh, well, that, that thank was, you so much. Yeah. For your effort, uh, I, I can tell you that uh, not only this summer camp, uh, what I'm doing during the year, because uh, about the invitations, I uh, I used to get uh, invitations from uh, different countries to come and uh, do a short clinic, two days, three days, or one week clinic for a club or they uh, join together a uh, few clubs yep. and uh, and we can do a short uh, short camp or short clinic for uh, for these guys obviously as a high setup this idea in Malta I always jump in the water uh, with my kids and uh, try to explain them personally uh, they must feel on, on their skin how to mark a man, uh, what kind of uh, marks you must do under the water, and uh, all the little specialties of our sport uh, I try to give to, to our future for our uh, new generation. It would be great to get you to come to Australia one day and, uh, and do it here. Of course. Yeah. I, I've been seven times in Australia, so I'm proud of it. I visited uh, Canberra, Sydney, uh, Brisbane, uh, and Perth many times. Uh, and I, I consider myself really lucky to be there seven times. Uh, and and uh, from me, for me, uh, Australia is one of the most uh, beautiful places of the world. So I, I would uh, turn back. Maybe, uh, maybe we can. As soon as possible. I have many friends. 
I have yes. many friends in, in they are not also team. <laughs> but uh, if you know Dimitri Goshkov yes, and yeah, Alicia yes. Goshkov, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alicia came, came to play uh, in the team of Florence when I used to play uh, there uh, with my teammate uh, Gogo. Uh -huh. And uh, for example, Gogo used to play even in Hungary. He has uh, six years Hungarian experience. Uh, he used to play for uh, Vasha's team. And uh, I know them really well. We met uh, last year in August. Mm -hmm. uh, they came to Hungary, uh, and it was a nice, nice meeting again after a while. Where can people find out about your camps? If anyone's that's listening from Australia, and once borders open up, where can people find you and and your camps? My summer camp has got a. Uh, own uh, website on it on the internet. Uh, Hungarian water. You can digit Hungarian water for summer camp, and you can find it. Or the shorter version is uh, HWPSC. What is the shorter uh, version of the Hungarian water for summer yeah. camp? Dot com. And uh, you can find the uh, informations and the application form on it. Uh, what the parents and the kids uh, can uh, fill it up and uh, send it to me. I uh, I study the application forms and uh, send back uh, uh, with my offer. And after that, uh, if they like it, they can uh, accept it. And uh, we just on the way. That's it. That's cool. It's uh, quite simple. That's cool. Easy. Um. I don't really have much else except... What uh, about you, James? You, you told me that I, I can do questions. So yeah, what you, about can. You? you can. How do many questions. Times you can do questions. How many times do you play, do you train uh, during a week? What oh, is your no. daily routine? Tell me. Look, at the moment, oh. not, not as much as I'd kind of like. Still getting, <laughs> still, still getting a little bit of a swim in, but um, not as much as I'd like anymore. So, uh, He's got yeah. three kids to run, out, run, run around, so... He's training, he's chasing uh, his three kids. Yes, 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 yes. Really nice family you have. I, I yeah. thank you. Wonderful. Con congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I guess my only other question is, um, look, in, what can Australian water polo be doing to try and help grow our beautiful game? What can we be doing? What can we do be doing better? Could you please repeat uh, this question because the audio was uh, quite wrong. What can we do in Australia to help grow water polo? Okay. Uh, it's a hard question uh, because uh, during my whole career, I could hear always uh, from Australia that uh, uh, the structure of the Australian people uh, and the the whole Australia, how it's set up, it doesn't have for the professional sport. You have professional sports like rugby and football, eh? mm -hmm. but all the other other, other sports are uh, amateurs, no? Mm -hmm. right. And for the amateur amateur sportsmen, you have uh, really small chances after a certain age level. Okay what to do after or you become professional uh, player or a sportsman or you must change your life and uh, go uh, study or go go work 
for a company. And this is, uh, I think this is the point. What uh, the, the Australian water polo should change, but uh, it's almost impossible. So if the Australian water polo could become a professional sport in Australia, you can much more yeah. possibilities yeah. after the youth generation and the youth ages. Yeah. But uh, if not, many really talented guys change their life and uh, they go to work, they go to work abroad and uh, just they, 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 they catch their possibilities in that time mm-hmm. for the life. I, I see this could be the most uh, problematic point of, uh, of the Australian water polo, why they uh, cannot produce a bigger amount of masses of good players and uh, catch out uh, better players or uh, give more possibilities for the, for the good and better players. This is what I can see from, uh, uh, I don't know how many miles. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's a long way. Very insightful, actually. Yeah. And for, this is my very last question, for young kids who are listening, what should, what should they be doing? More ball skills, more swimming. What, what do you recommend young kids to be doing more of to get better? They must do what they trainers try to see in the water and uh, do 120% in all trainings. And before the trainings and after the trainings, just stay in the swimming pool, try to to practice some uh, ball handling uh, skills. Mm -hmm. Even they can stay and uh, ask a swimmer trainer, how to improve uh, better, I don't know, the, the backstroke strokes or the freestyle strokes. Or, so improve, improve, improve day by day. And it needs just to, to be uh, a really big water polo lover, water polo fan, and uh, dedicate a lot of time and a lot of uh, intentions uh, to the water polo and the people who live for the water polo. Perfect. Great advice. Thank you so much. Raymond, thank you. Great to see you. Thanks, guys. Right. Okay. See it you was soon. my pleasure. Thank you. Take care and uh, say Thanks. hello, everybody in Australia. Thank you. For Stay all safe. my water polo. Thank Very you real. so much, guys. Bye. Thank you, Raymond. See you. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.